Holy crap, Vince. Jesus. How long did that take? Uh, what time is it? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what happened here, but to get Scream to work properly was almost a half an hour setup. We had to Frankenstein the entire setup. <laughs> it was nuts. Monster. Yeah. Anyway. Welcome, everybody. We are here. TGAF 13, episode 32. Vince, my <laughs> co-host. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were signaling me to say, we're watching Scream. Can I hear that again? <laughs> oh I don't know how to scream properly. He's a man. Boy exactly. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to put it in my highest vocal cord there. Oh, do us a favor. Hello, Christian. <laughs> Let's start the movie. We're going to talk. We got a lot of good stuff ahead. Oh, this is going to be a, one full of nuggets. Lots and lots of nuggets. Of information? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, and a, a little, little bit low. of poo, yeah. but more, more so information. Uh, That's what right. I was trying to do. That. Yeah, you failed. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. So we have... Opening thoughts of Scream. Brill. Brilliant. We all know that it what, what's what brought horror back. Did in you my say eyes. Brill? Brill. Yes. You I, know what? I'm, We've had this argument. We've had this argument, <laughs> and we actually looked at the horror movies to follow. Yes. The year after. The year after. This actually brought shit back. It rejuvenated mainstream horror. Sorry, that's what I meant. In a sense of it brought this money series, back. It brought this money series back, though. cleaned up. But if you actually look at what was released horror movie-wise, no, we I'd didn't get brought... anything until the 2000s. 2000 and beyond is where we saw well, the Final Destination movies. 2000. Four years after. No. Was? Yeah. Halloween. Remember. This H2O. Is... That was in the, was 98. Yeah, but that was a direct result of this, and I'm That's not a big I mean. fan. I know you're you did last summer. I'm talking about '90s. Yeah, no, you got you got a handful of slasher movies. We know that yes. part. Yeah, but that were rejuvenated horror. It didn't. Okay, you're 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 mincing words here. It brought <laughs> money back into the mainstream, though, because after Freddy's Dead, New Nightmare, all, it, nothing made money anymore until this one. This one actually opened up, and they thought it was going to be a, a DOA. And they predicted it being the, one of the worst films at Christmas. Thanks, Variety. And it was a, uh, yeah, thanks, Variety. And it was, uh, it ended up being something that uh, gained $100 million. You know what this rejuvenated for me? What? Jiffy Pop. Oh, fuck. Jiffy Pop, well known fact, little known fact. The Jiffy Pop is. Little known or well known? It's little known is that the Jiffy Pop is, a, is actually on purpose being the timeline of how this all um, comes forward. So the, as fast as it takes to make Jiffy Pop, which I think 12 minutes. 10 minutes or something like that is exactly from the time she goes to That's get not skilled. really Jiffy then, right? Like microwave popcorn you can have in three minutes done. Yeah, but Jiffy So microwave pop, popcorn should be know, Jiffy Pop and this should be like takes a long time But pop. it's Jiffy Pop is violent, right? It can, it can get burned. <laughs> it, burn, it just bubbles it pops, up. It bubbles up. Pops in your mouth. It looked like it was done right there. Like it's two seconds in. They cut back to it and it was all bubbling up. Isn't that mean it's done? No, no. It's still cooked. That's the air. Okay. Anyway, enough with the Jiffy. <laughs> It does get done halfway through, and then she ha- and she gets up getting scared after her. Okay, Drew Barrymore. Let's talk about Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore Fire was supposed. Supposed- she she is the only reason Wes Craven wanted to do this film. Number one, he thought she was Sydney. She was going to be Sydney Prescott. She convinced him she should be Casey because then people would think, oh my god, anyone can die, like in Psycho, Marion Crane. Great move. It was a, and it was the best thing. So Great opening scene. Are we going to give it all to Drew Barrymore as a credit? Maybe, maybe not. Well, no. The opening scene here is phenoms. Yes. We're going to short form everything, right? Yeah. It's phenomenal. We have no time to go through full words. I loved it. I got to tell you, right out of the gate, I saw this movie four times in the theater. 
It's the horror film I've seen the most in the theater. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies twice. I, I saw it twice, yeah. A lot of movies twice, a handful of them three <laughs> times, very few four or more. Yeah. And for horror, this is the only one I saw four times. Did you see it four with new people each time? Or yes. by yourself? Yeah. It was always with new people, yeah. right? I never went by myself to this one. Because <laughs> you're so scared. No. Just I had friends <laughs> and family. Which is tough. At the time. Know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll be by myself. <laughs> yeah, now you have no friends. Um, just fans. That's all you want is fans. But anyway, ran- ramped up. I, this house does look like the new Nightmare House when you see it here a little bit. And you know what? I found, I've read that uh, the cinematographer that we were talking about, it's got to be the same. It's got to be the same if we did what's Craven's yeah. Endeavor in this. Supposedly him and his crew got fired because they're they're watching a bunch of dailies. And Mike uh, Irving or Irving? Irving. Or? Yeah, Irving. Yeah, totally yeah. got fired because they kept blurring out. Well, they're going to fire the, 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 his crew. Yeah, yeah and he, he said, says, well, then I go with him. And he's, he's like, like the fucking, so yeah. he's the captain of the Titanic. Exactly, exactly. I'm going down I'm with going the ship. And he got it. He got the boot. He got the boot. <laughs> But this is everyone loves this killer now, or it's going to be loving this killer because I don't know why. Are you gonna tell me? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I don't know if I should talk about it yet. <laughs> it's like I feel like I've watched this film in three seconds now, from beginning to end. You're worried that you're gonna spoil it? Yes, <laughs> not spoil it, but I, I don't want to get. I just want to blow my load so quickly. I want to be able to just sort of gradually get that. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. especially in 1996, I was. Now it takes forever. <laughs> You just pop it and bam! But there's so much... There's, this film is so rich because Kevin Williamson wrote it and wrote it for fans of horror because he said there wasn't anything out there anymore. So you've got names, places, everything. Everything has to do with an old horror movie, the names of all the people, Loomis, Not quite Billy. as... I mean, okay, it's overt. For us horror fans, it's overt. But not quite as overt as some movies have done it. Because uh, it's not the first movie to have done that. They were doing that in the eighties, uh, doing uh, little homages not, to like. Uh, oh, this is all tongue in cheek. Yeah, we're supposed to believe that the actors are smarter than the movie. Yeah, as they're speaking, especially um, Sidney Prescott or Neff Campbell. Yeah, she no, seems to know everything. Now, I did mention, and I'm going to mention again that I had the laser disc of this, which was the unrated version of this, shocking, which was phenoms <laughs> in the sense of really. When I say phenoms, I'm of course hyperbole in it because it only had meta a little yeah, <laughs> meta my balls. It only had a few more seconds. Really, at the end of the day, we're talking about maybe what a thirty seconds to a minute. Probably but most of it was her boy Casey's boyfriend's guts spilling out. You actually see some movement of them sort of oh, yeah, slipping down nasty. and falling to the ground. You, you can, can watch on, all this stuff on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. You can find it on YouTube. So if you haven't seen it, you can see it on YouTube. Uh, again, instead of the super quick zoom in of her hanging with her guts hanging out, it's a slower shot of it. Which I still like. You have to really focus in order to see what what it is. That's well, her guts hanging out. That's yeah, but it doesn't really look like it. Looks a sweater dripping with blood. That's how it's what I see. <laughs> and this big intestine just. Bloop. Oh, I don't see the intestine. <laughs> but uh, but apparently the well we'll talk about what happens. Bloop. But the part where she gets stabbed, um, they thought the MPAA thought that was too violent, and Wes Craven's like, we there's nothing to, like we can't reshoot it because that's all we shot, which was a lie. Yeah, he totally got it fudged around that, and also the you mean rating, they couldn't take the the scene of the retractable knife going into her. That exactly. Well, you know, we've it's seen so retractable. We've knifey. seen all this like again nowadays. Obviously, yeah. with Scream Four, there's tons of blood, and they they use a lot of blood in this movie too. But anyway, this is a great part when he's trying to quiz her. Yeah, again, horror geek in me love. We it. knew it, but people that like our roommates yeah. in university would would think Jason was the killer in part one. Yeah. And exactly. so that was brilliant, like to sort of play on that, uh, that you have to know 
a horror movie in order to get through this? Uh, we'd survive. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. Well, you are Randy. <laughs> you are. Christian is the I am Randy horny. character. <laughs> And I am the quasi-gay friend that would just go along with everything. <laughs> what? They want me to put my dick in a glory hole? Okay. Uh, that was part. That was that was scary movie. Scary movie two. Oh no, scary movie one. Oh. And this was called Scary Movie. Yeah, and then they stole that for the for the, the actual series. Exactly. And we're done. We've blown our load. We've blown our load. <laughs> Um, Wes Craven apparently told Drew Barrymore all sorts of horrible things about animal cruelty, and that's why she could keep up her, her anguish. A- angst. angst. And you did see a shot of the boyfriend there. Intestine's already in lap, but there's movement, folks. If you see yes. the unrated version, there's movement. Yes. Uh, but the movie's gory enough. Gory enough for a mainstream slasher film, let's put it that way. And we care. Remember how I always talk about this, how I couldn't stand the way slasher films went. You don't care about the actors. We actually like Casey. We've only known her for one to five minutes, and we like her. Yeah, and you know what? Again, there's something to say about that because I wanted, I was a huge slasher fan, so when I went to see this in the theater, it was everything that I wanted in a slasher film. Yeah. Uh, Okay, maybe not nudity, but again, because everything else was so great. And I was older at that point. I think I was just like, this is great anyway. We saw, PJ, scary. We saw PJ Styles' tits again. Because no, they're watching Halloween. In the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the only yeah. time you see tits. And you see Rose McGowan's, like, uh, they should cut Her from nips. gas. Gas. <laughs> glass. And gas. Glass, gas. <laughs> Rose McGowan. Oh, we have. To, and this did launch a whole bunch of careers. Drew Barrymore's Skeet. only name. All of them. <laughs> they all have careers after this. None of them was ever in a slasher film. No, no, no. That's what makes it good. Like you didn't think I. I mean, I didn't. I didn't know what to expect here. I did. I obviously it was a setup of a slasher movie. To be honest, I just assumed Drew Barrymore was gonna die, but I didn't know. I thought maybe she was escape, and then the movie would continue. I didn't read up. The much only about this problem movie. is I knew she was gonna die because I because a critic mentioned it and it pissed me off. Oh, see, but, I went opening day. Oh no, I went. I went after the buzz started. I was like, I didn't even hear about it until like three weeks later. For the latter Wes Craven movies, I miss Shocker. I miss Shocker in the theater, but and I'm, I'm not, not a huge fan, but uh, People Under the Stairs saw opening day. Vampire in Brooklyn's opening day. What was it? Uh, the trend being New that Nightmare you were a big day. nerd that had no life. Well, a horror film came out. I went and saw Pimples, opening day. Pimples, squirting, the whole bit. Squirted out of my asshole. <laughs> is it this house or is it Tatum's house that is, is across from the where they film Cujo? I forgot the yeah, trivia, yeah. but yeah, one of them is a Cujo besides. This is also cool, too, because her parents are coming home unexpectedly. Yeah. Yes. This is actually Wes Craven in the mask, and he hit her, or she hit him with his phone. Yeah, so Wes yeah. Craven got splashed in the face with the phone. Boyfriend's dead, honey. Just keep running. Yeah, I don't know why she stops. Yeah. Like, just keep running towards the car. Well, no, where's fact, the, yeah, Wes where's Craven... the camera guy? There he is, by the tree. Isn't that him right there? Oh, Someone's in the know. shot that not supposed to be in the shot. Well, I've never noticed. And they recreate it in Scream 2 when they do the stab uh, opening. See, that stab I always thought was a little chintzy-lintzy, but the blood pouring out was really good afterwards when she gets to the ground. Yes. And then he goes in for more. I love, I love how she pulls the mask off. There's a few handful of slasher movies that do that. And we were, but we were hoping, we obviously yeah. wouldn't see it at that point, but. Yeah. Now, when you see that shot of her, where she's just covered in blood. She's got another, tell. she's got another stab wound now. She, she ain't going to make it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, she's lost. She's punctured her lung, which also plays into this. They're trying to scream for her mom. Yeah. I would have thrown the phone. I would have thrown the phone on the, and then they yeah. would have gone, look, ah, ah, throw the phone. How disturbing is it? The parents are talking about the flowers and all that shit. And then they realize that something has 
gone awry. Yes. And she looks, the sweaty kind of pasty look to her face here. Yeah. When she just grasps his mask like in one sort of, oh, we're emotionally invested, Vince. Obviously. Um, and then, like, it really, you feel a sense of panic. You feel bad for the mom and Jiffy dad. Pop. Took fucking 20 minutes, that popcorn. Well, it's burning now. <laughs> and it's 12 minutes. Popcorn's but anyway, done. The, uh, it's, it's, this, is, this is freaking me out. And then the father and their dad says, go to the McKenzie's. Who are the McKenzie's? Oh, they're the neighbors of Halloween, Vince. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> we did our research on this one. Yeah. <laughs> papers. I got papers. Oh, Vince has, like, downloaded a ton of shit. Sorry, I, had folks. A, I actually had to cut out. Always loved it. when you see her getting dragged across the grass grass with the phone. She's covered in blood. It's very disturbing. Absolutely. Because uh, she's dying. Yeah. And that's why her hands are getting rigor mortis already. <laughs> rigor mortis. <laughs> Uh, you know, actually, Molly Ringwald was supposed to be, uh, well, Kevin Williamson wrote Sydney's character as Molly Ringwald. My dog doesn't really like that idea. <laughs> and here's the fast zoom. So a quick shot. Yeah. And then staccats. I call it staccato. staccato. It, it, it looks like they two-timed it. When you look at the uncut version versus the R-rated version, they just sped it up quickly. So Marion Crane just died, or Janet Lee, and now we have Vera Miles. Yeah. Very weird that they put the title card at the beginning of the movie. Which is the only time not, they ever do it. Not right after the opening scene there, where it flashed and it could easily have gone scream. And that would have been a better cut, actually, yeah. now that you say it. And then... Because they, they do that they do the following ones. Is it Neve? It's Nev. <laughs> it's Nev. Nev. Canadian, so, Canadiana. Canadiana. She had done the... Cra- she'd already filmed The Craft, apparently. Yeah. With Skeet. And, and she did not want to... love saying the name Skeet. I know you do. <laughs> and you're all going to get tired of it by the end of it. Oh, and and uh, so they already knew each other, which made it more comfortable in the boyfriend girlfriend thing. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, Wes watched Party of Five. He thought she had a certain innocence, a sure je ne sais quoi. And uh, you know, she could pull Ooh. off the whole. So what French you knows, folks? <laughs> the Bonjour. whole final girl Bonjour. thing. Oh my god, Elizabeth Berkeley was going to be Gail Weathers, but because she did show girls, there was such a backlash. <laughs> Oh, Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> the pool scene in Showgirls is the best thing ever, Versace. That's all I have to say. I like the dialogue here. I love the the sort of um, self-referential, like our sex life is kind of like edited for television. Oh, it, the whole, this is where the, this, it's cheesy, but it's good. But this is where the new teenager language comes from, Kevin Williamson, where it's written like they're 40-year-olds. So we should hate him then. Yeah, exactly. Because, in the big picture, we should probably punch him in the face. Like, Well, you watch River, <laughs> Riverdale now is the same as this. So yeah, basically, well, you know. You so always, you congratulate and then you punch. Exactly. Well, you know, thank God he was gay because let's just put it out there. If he wasn't gay, he wouldn't be gay. And it makes more sense. That he's gay? <laughs> I don't even. You're talking to like riddles. I know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make some kind of correlation that. Hey, I, I'm I'm related to him somehow because we'll like cock. Um, six degrees of cock. And, <laughs> cock and suck. Suck and cock. Yes, it's six degrees of cock. That's what happens. Six degrees of cock. At some point, we've all sucked each other's cock. Yeah. Human centipede style again. <laughs> oh dear. Colorful characters. Love the whodunit aspect. They really played it up here. Yes, slasher movies have 
touched upon that before, but I don't think they ever really nailed it like this movie did. We had the top ten in in Happy Birthday to Me, but they never. You're never going. Oh, it's got to be this guy. Yeah, there's red herrings or whatever, but you were constantly guessing. This movie actually made you go. Oh, it's got to be him. It's we, the well, boyfriend. We kept, we kept thinking it. And one then you the other, said, yeah. and then you're like, oh, it's the boyfriend for sure. And then they like make you like, oh no, he's not. And then because of the double killer. Oh, spoiler alert! There's two killers. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because of the double killer, they would uh, you you get like. They throw you off so well. But then they really throw you off because then we find out her backstory with her mother being murdered and maybe it's the dad. Yeah. And they kept playing it up that maybe it's the dad because he's and it's gone. it's so funny how they interweave Cotton Weary in here, but he's not really a main player until the sequels. Another brilliant thing too you is... You think they just touched upon that because he already had the the He didn't the have proposal? the script. He had the proposal for two yeah. and three, yeah. Or the treatment. The trilogy. The <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing with each other's clits too much here. Yeah. Okay, there's a. Is it the first time we're actually seeing a movie where we both really give like I don't, ten out of ten? Yeah, I think I think out of the gate, I just tell you right now, there's no point in uh, hiding it. It was a ten out of ten. The only thing that one of the ages, best slasher films. Absolutely. The only thing that ages this is its time period and their references, like Ricky Lake and all that other stuff. And the hamster, the gerbil. No, that, that that's, well, that's, that's still, timeless. That's still timeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she flashes them. Gets him a little tit. Not that we see it. No. And he leaves. And another thing for you American folks, I don't know if you don't listen or not, but Nev Campbell is Canadian. I, we already said that. We did. I think it, yeah, it started right with a Canadiana. Really? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I was yeah. reading. Oh, my God. You might want to edit folks. that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. Gail Weathers, great. You know, I got to admit, I like Friends. I, I, uh, there's a, and the reason huge, she, she wanted to be Gail so bad because she wanted to kill her... Uh, she wanted to get rid of her Courtney Cox friends character, yeah, Monica. She wanted to be, she wanted bitchy, to be bitchy. bitchy, bitchy. She wanted to be nasty. I love how quickly these kids make bad jokes about the dead people. I know. Like, Live her alone. I know. But I love also, it. <laughs> it's also the people that are actually killed, like the killers do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, because and they were playing around with that. Is it the, the film geek on crazy because he's watched Prom Night too many times? Exactly. Rose McGowan introduced here, bl- dyed her hair blonde because she didn't want a brunette brunette friendship. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid two brunettes are friends. Yeah, God like, forbid she two looks brunettes. freaking smoking hot. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I always had a thing for Rose McGowan. And she liked Marilyn Manson. <laughs> oh, I like Marilyn Manson too. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> that really ruined my voice there. Poor yeah. man. <laughs> Thank uh, God, everybody. Now it's more of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. I love the I love the background people, all the kids that they've casted. All yeah. preppy and... Well, these extras oh, are not nearly as bad as some. <laughs> some movies, the extras are just fucking horrible. This always reminds me a bit of Halloween. Yeah. Not because of anything else, but because they're in the classroom. She's kind of staring away. I don't mind. They, they, they touch upon school a little bit. You don't get you don't get a lot of it here. Uh, just enough. And I, I do like the town they chose. I know they did play it around with it. I know that... Uh, Dewey was supposed to be his character was supposed to be a stud, and then since he played, he, he got it. He kind of made it more goofy. Well, he was originally going to be though. Billy, wasn't he? Well, he addition for Billy, yeah. They David all had Arquette, different yeah. David Arquette's character, so or David Arquette addition for Billy. Exactly. The little subtle nuances, like he's, I'm on the Fonz is the fucking principal Henry Wrinkler. That's which is actually great. a really cool 
um, not going to say cameo, but really cool casting call. Yeah, and and the fact that he touches her on the cheek makes or you the creeped chin, out. A little creeped out. The the cop does like a double take. You're kind of like that's why so they're when already they, setting up the red herrings quite well. But they, they kill the gardener. Off. They but they, they kill <laughs> yeah, but they kill off the fawns because um, they wanted to kill. Hey, hey. <laughs> Fonzarelli. Uh, actually, apparently, um, this is kind of jumping a little bit backwards, but. Bob Weinstein, 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 Weinstein. Weinstein. He didn't even like the uh, when they showed him what the ghost face mask was. He thought that was really silly and stupid. And then he watched the first scene with Drew Barrymore in the in the rough cut, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, I get it." Yeah. So there's always things where studios need to step back and go, "You know what? I'm not yeah. going to make a decision." Yeah. For once, for once. shut up for once. And all these I... kids were okay. Here's a great thing about the casting. I don't know who did it. I don't know who. No, was there was involved. a casting director. I Brilliant. Can't remember her name? Yeah. Really did see well the done. potential for every single one of them. They're good. They're not campy, but they're funny. Like they're smart. So there you go. They all fit the. They all do a great job in their, in their role too. Exactly, it is great. Like right now, the boyfriend you'd be like, of course it's Billy because he looks fucking like Roy in Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. <laughs> <laughs> like his eyes. He's got the devil's eyes. He's got Michael Myers' eyes in this scene. Exactly. But then they offshoot it with Randy being so silly and Stu being an idiot. Yeah. So you're just not really. Focus, but it's there. So and you're it's slightly kind of thinking, subtle. you're slightly thinking it could be Rose McGowan, except her tits are so big it wouldn't fit in the <laughs> yeah. you know gown. If she slit necks with her tits, <laughs> she taped them. Yeah. <laughs> I love in the commentary on the on the laser disc when she opens the garage door and her nipples yes. perk up. West Graham goes and here's every ten year old boy's favorite scene or fourteen year old boy's favorite. Scene. I'm like fourteen year old. Yeah, I'm like here I am <laughs> in my forties now, still my favorite shot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Now I've always <laughs> this. I love the Prescott House. I don't know why. I always felt it was perfect, um, etched on a hill. And when it gets dark after her nap, yeah, I just felt that the next scene to me is just as good as the opening scene with Drew Barrymore. It's almost like they yeah. recreate it, but it, I just loved it. Oh, what? When she wakes up from her nap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. The, and she gets chased around the house again. I love this house. I love it, and the way yeah. it's situated. And we're supposed to believe that everyone's rich in this town and they live in. Well, regions. That's a movie, right? Yeah. They're Hollywood. in a nice town. And they're in, like, California. Just, she's in a fucking vineyard. <laughs> they should have had fucking Ghostface crushing grapes in the back. Exactly. That would be, well, in Scary Movie, he was, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Really cool setting. Pace is good. Again, I, I always worry a slasher film that approaches the two-hour mark might be pushing it like Happy Birthday to Me. And a couple other ones. Oh, however, yeah. I didn't know what it was doing. Yet. However, you know what? I rewatched Happy Birthday yeah. to Me. I told you I stayed awake this time, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it a lot more. It's actually a great slasher film, and I think the more if you watch that again now, I don't hate it's it. Very no, I know I you like it so no, no, opera, yeah. no, no. I mean, you yeah. like it. You yeah. like it too. But I'm saying you, you'd be shocked at how much more it resembles uh, a scream. Oh yeah, I get yeah. We well, uh, kind of yeah. Well, I was just telling you earlier that uh, I rewatched Halloween two recently, and I was like, hmm, I didn't like it, and now I like it. I thought. Oh, I give it more credit now. I like this because they're telling some exposition and backstory now. So uh, Nev Campbell, uh, Sidney Prescott, is watching the news. They're not just talking about the events happening that just happened with the deaths of the two kids the night before, but it's now going back to a year before when her mother was killed, and it's showing some backstory about her mother. So that's how we get the exposition. Great and way to do slow, it. Exactly, and it slowly gets revealed as the movie goes on as well. Yeah. It's not just all at once. Yeah, little tidbits. Tit bits, Tid, I call them. Tit bits, nuggets. Like yeah, <laughs> the, the nuggets that we've been talking about. Did you? Oh fuck! 
I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a whole. Did you know? Did you know that the? Uh, <laughs> did you know that caller ID increased in subscriptions after people after watching this film? Did it increase threefold? Threefold. <laughs> I read that fact. But that's great. <laughs> that, that, exactly what it said. Threefold. <laughs> I know, folks. We're ripping off a whole bunch of stuff. We're ripping off a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, great transition. Great dusk, uh, magic hour shot there as it gets later in the night. And she's waiting. Well, she's waiting for Tatum to pick her up, but she's late because now we're looking at the clock, and it's what eighty seven thirty seven twenty. Well, seven sixteen. <laughs> but who's looking? <laughs> if it's not digital, I can't see it that quickly. Vince never learned how to read time. No. Oh, well, I did. Remember Polka Dot Door? Yeah, I know Polka Dot Door. <laughs> Story time, mouse. <laughs> it's half past seven. It's the Polka Dot <clears throat> Door. Did you guys the have Polka? that down in the states? Um, PBS, maybe. Like when, that would be the only place. To be you on. have PBS down there. <laughs> Peanut butter and is that the, the people that kept bugging us for money every two fucking seconds in between shows? Yes, and you know what? Please donate. They needed it too. They need it. Here we go. Hello, Sydney. And the voice is good. Everything's good. Like the voice here is as cool as the voice in in uh, Joyride. I actually did Candy think. Cane. I actually did think this was a different, creepy, but great. I didn't realize it was an actual person's voice until after. Like I yeah. thought, it, I thought it was an actual digital alteration. Alteration. It was supposed to be, but then they realized his voice is just as creepy and yeah. good. Was his I, name Randy Jackson? Yeah, Randy. Everybody's Randy in this. Roger Jackson. I said, yeah, like, just yeah, like, yeah, 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 Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's his name. Remember, we were talking on another podcast about furniture from the nineties: forest green, pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly this house. Did you have this couch too? Yeah. Practically yeah. everything in the fucking movies you've had. Yeah, yeah, it's true because I've lived a life of a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A B movie. <laughs> I, I would actually even call it a B C D porno. I remember reading a diehard critic saying that the first scene was absolutely phenomenal and was like this adrenaline shot and he said he hadn't seen something that great in ages and then the movie died a slow death or thereafter. Because he's an idiot. I don't agree it. with it. I don't agree with well, it. Well he at was all. he was like a hard I guess because he never really seemed like he was a slasher fan because he wrote I read a lot of his reviews. And he liked some of the old school ones. He loved the first Friday the 13th, loved the Nightmare First Halloween. He must have hated Scream 2 then. Uh, well, I, I don't even remember what he wrote about Scream 2. Well, but... When was the last time you watched that, by the way? Uh, well, when I first saw Scream 2, I actually did not like it. I then I, when it came out on video, I watched it again. I'm like, actually, I was too hard on this movie. Everybody now, was expecting it to be just I, as like... I go back and forth with it. I, I, I like it. I kind of rate Scream 2, 3, and 4 all kind of... I all bundle them together and I kind of give them the same rating. Nothing bad. I give them about a 7 out of 10. If there's a sequel, it's to me it's as good as Friday 13th Part 2 for a sequel of a franchise. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I could, and I will go into that when we do the podcast for that one because it is just smart and fast-paced. And for one year, like for him to write that in like a short period of time and get it produced for a year later. Yeah, I mean, he had the idea, but still, there's if you remember the script, leaf, yeah, we'll get out. to it. Yeah. And then they had to change the killers, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting back to this, uh, I love how she challenges him here. They're yeah. they're showing personality traits where girls through, from other slashers have never done before. Yeah, through this, so you're you're seeing that she she's a little she's not a victim. She's a little bit more, I guess, willing to challenge it. She went outside. She calls him out on it. Yeah, she said she goes. You know, I, I find horror movies insulting because there's big breasted yeah. girls that should be running out the door, but they're running up the stairs. But then, then she has to run up the stairs out like that. But then what offended her? Was when he says, "I'm going to gut you like your mother." <laughs> yes, exo- of course. 
It's been a year. Don't you think she's kind of got over it? So this is what I didn't understand about this whole scene, though. I love how that you can obviously tell it's a stunt woman. Why would he like the whole movie would be over if he killed her? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. So would is hurt. he is he trying to kill her or is he just trying to scare her? Exactly. Because like they do this in the movies. For instance, I just watched at an Italian giallo. Like he was about to do it there yesterday uh, or two days ago now. Uh, opera, Dario Gento's opera, and he said he has a girl tied up and he has a knife to her stomach. Goes, I can end this now, or I'll wait, but I don't the, want yeah, to take yeah. things. So I love how they kind of self-referential, like do it there. Now that not that they did that here, and they've already established this, which that is the way, perfect. Yes, the, again, guys, because it's visual. I'm sorry, but that her closet door when opened wedges her bedroom door so that they can't fully open. Great way to do that as well. And I love how they brought in a computer yeah. at this point because that was sort of new yeah. that you can now use your phone as a computer. Or your well, as a I actually think that this was ahead of the time. At the time, 96, I don't think people were dialing 911 to catch, uh, to, to get a hold of the police. Uh, no, well, yeah. you could start using it. Um, and and then, Skeet shows up so quickly that this is, is where they, yeah, this is where they really, they're like, okay, it's got to be And him. he's looking at the door because he knows he was like, is Stu gone yet? Yeah. And then the phone drops and it's really... Like, they're setting you up here. Again, it's all done as a big tease. Because this is just playing with the audience. Because exactly. it is him. At the end of the fucking day. But he lies. <laughs> now, I never... I thought that was always a little forced. Dewey holding up the screen mask. Like, yeah. as if he's there. And then you realize he just, he's just holding it up. And they, they arrest Skeet right away. Why would do? So but he's I also think supposed I to be seven this. years older than them. And they're all the yeah, same I know. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about this too. I think I said it, but we never got into it. So supposedly Wes Craven said he didn't want to do this. You mentioned it. Yeah. I think that's all bullshit. Well, he said he wanted to do one last movie. He wanted to get away fan. from horror. He wanted to get away from horror and, and start then, well, doing and then musical goes, comedy. Ass and Hills of Eyes <laughs> was your, your best movie. And then, so I guess he got this movie. It was a hit. And because this was a hit, he was able to do, he got a three-picture deal out of... Uh, Dimension, and he said one of them he wanted to be a non-horror, and that's when he did Music of the Heart. Yeah. Like, for a lot of people, this would have been, like, the Friday the 13th series for them. Yes. Equivalent, age-wise for us. Like, I mean, when we were young, <coughs> imagine we were born in 90. Because we were born, I was born in 74, We'd so were you. six years old no. when this came out. So it was Friday the 13th when it came out. It was in 1980. I'm saying that we're six years old. If we were born in 84, that's what I mean. If we were born in 84 and this came out, we would be 16 years old, we would have been... Freaking out. No, but I'm saying we're, we're Friday the 13th fanatics, and right. it was the six years from when we were born. Okay. I, we were born in 74. It came out in 80. So if we're born in 90, this came out in 96. It's the same idea. But this, this film references all those old films. So if we didn't know about those old films, how could you find this really cool? A lot of people did, because half the people, I guarantee $100 million wasn't so you made. Watch this before you start watching on, all the old stuff. A lot of people did. They know. I, I want. I want. I want some research. I want some facts. What are these lot of check people? Out, check is this out what the Brandon and Dave said. No, Brandon and Dave. Well, Dave is pretty much our age. Our age is actually a kidding. little bit older. Brandon's a little younger, but not much younger. But there's a lot of a lot of people in their twenties now that they're just revisiting and seeing the older movies. Maybe not Halloween, but some of the other ones. They're just starting to experience now. One of our uh, Warren 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 Money. No, he's. I think. He's not older. No, but he had like, said he goes yeah. like he went to go see a, uh, a Halloween at his big screen. All, everyone was laughing in the audience. He got so pissed off. And he goes, "Yeah, because we don't see it like that. We're just see it as yeah. like a cinematic uh, initiator masterpiece that spawned all this." Oh, that's stuff. why. That's why uh, going to a, a horror movie that you're anticipating that you enjoy uh, in a at a theater 
sometimes can blow balls because you're going to be seeing it with a bunch of people. <laughs> Vince is like, blow balls. That is a horrible law. <laughs> no, I just kind of tuned out for a second. No, I but I, what, I mean, what I mean by it is that the audience can root it for you. And because yeah, audiences course. suck nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they do. I hate it. When I go see a movie, I never see it opening night unless it's one of those VIP and I spend 30 bucks to get in there. But because I don't want to be beside people talking yeah. or have their phones out or chewing popcorn, I go when the movie is about to leave the theaters. And it's so much better. So much more enjoyable. Frustrated. Frustrated with the movie audience nowadays. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Some of you assholes are okay. <laughs> we just talked over a, a lot of the stuff. Kid once. Oh, really? I, I was watching, uh, I think we were at White Noise. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. You went to the theater to see that? Well, that was years ago. Anyway, this kid beside me, it was, the movie just finished its climax. And we still had that whole like five Father Death. Time. Yes, that's what it was originally called. Yeah. The mask screen. Uh, the the screen actual mask. outfit was called Father Death. Not Ghostface. Or as I called it in one of their trivia things, Grandfather Death or something like that. Anyway, this kid tried to pick up. He turned on his phone, starts talking. I'm like, buddy, you're, the movie's not over yet. He goes, yes, it is. I go, fucking put your phone away or I'll put it away for you. And I, this this is like a couple of teenagers, right? Like, what are you going to do? I go, you want to see something? Like, let's go out in the lobby right now. And they took off because I was kept back. Because you had your cock hanging in your hands. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I can rope thumper, you with this. Thumper. Wonder Woman's lasso has nothing on my cock. I remember when I, this is when I was living with you. And, and you kept looking for my cock. Yeah, I kept looking for your cock. I was like, he's got to be here somewhere. It's- yeah, you kept, <laughs> as I'm sleeping, he, he comes down into the basement. No, Christian, is that you? No. I went to the theater to see. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. And the preview for the birdcage came on. And these two guys right in front of me said, hey, it's a fag film. Of course. And I went, I went, what? And they're like, what? I go, I guess you two are going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? What? And they get all mad at me. And then they followed, they followed me and their girlfriend home. We oh. had to take an extra long route because I'm like, well, uh, there's two of them and one of me, and I, I know Vince is home, so... <laughs> oh, is that, oh, that why you came knocking on my door? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Great scene here. And it builds the story further. So, yeah, well, yes. we got to explain it. So, Sidney got out of the jail area, and, of course, uh, Gail Weathers, the reporter, was waiting for her, and just stormed her to ask her questions. <laughs> Gail Sydney, Weathers stormed oh, her. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even mean that. And then she just smack-a-rooted her across the face. Now... I love how they put, like, uh, Rose McGowan in, like, pajamas. She looks like a fucking 12-year-old. They, they like both, look, look at their whole, her yeah. whole bedroom is plush. She's, like, wearing, like, these little pajamas. With all these stuffed toys. Who's and, the and picture And the camera of? angle is weird, Who's too. Who's the picture of, of, of the Where? teen heartthrob? She's got, like, some oh, uh, headshot. Scott Bale? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> teen Beat? Kurt Cameron? Kurt Cameron? <laughs> I don't think it's 96. Both guys are assholes these days now. Where's that motherfucker? Oh, it's Gremlin's mom. That's right. I was like, the mom looks so familiar, and it's Gremlin's mom. Gremlin's mom. <laughs> that's how I know her. Yeah. Sydney, the Well, that, that's that... funny that you say that, because in this movie, remember in the video store scene? He's like, what's that one werewolf with E.T.'s mom? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> E.T.'s e. mom. Gremlin's mom. E.T.'s mom. Bada boom! It makes Meow. sense. I love this extreme close-up of her, though. So Sydney's on the phone, and ghost or killer is talking to her again, and... It's such a close-up. Like, look, look. Yeah. Like, well, that's, that's, the, that's not really... That's the I'm your boyfriend now uh, close-up. The only thing missing is a tongue coming out of the phone. Yeah. And then we were thinking that maybe it was Dewey. Because he was out of that scene the whole time. And then he picks up the phone and it sounds very, looks very strange. About, like, so he played a lot of that. We've talked about it. Let's stop talking about it. Let's talk about the influences had. We were saying... We were trying to arguing 
about what it really created. What ended up happening is people saw there's money in maybe marketing slasher films. We didn't Smarter get, slasher films. Well, we didn't get the Friday the 13th or Halloween, what came after Halloween. Mm. We definitely didn't get like a slasher film a week or every two weekends filling up the screens again. That definitely didn't happen. We got Urban Legend. Uh, and I a have a whole list right? here of that copycat crap. Oh, well, you're talking about poster art, because what this fucking did... All, okay, but let's look at all the poster spawned, arts. What did it spawn, Vince? It spawned... Okay, let's just... No, no, uh, the floating head posters. The floating head posters that are all, all in, like, that uh, pyramid angle thing. Yeah. We've got, like... I know what you did last summer sequels. We have Halloween, The Faculty... And Phantoms. Phantom, um, H2O. Final Destinations... Uh, Urban Halloween, Legends, I All said. that kind of stuff. But then they started bringing it to comedies, like, or 10 Things I Hate About You... Cruel Intentions. Idle Hands. Val- oh, Valentine. That one never really spawned sequels, though, eh? No. Uh, oh, Jay and Bob, Silent Bob Strike Back. Like, they're all the same poster art. Well, it became, yeah. It Jackie became, Brown. It just became Photoshop. Yeah. Linda Blair had her little cameo there. Uh, Which is all, and he referenced in the very earlier, in The Exorcist, when he yeah. was in her bedroom. Rose McGowan's wearing a 10 shirt, and she looks super hot yet again. It's funny how kids nowadays are actually dressing like that again. The only cool thing to come out of the 90s? <laughs> I love the 90s, actually. It was the last decade where things didn't... Like, but not for horror films. But, no, not for horror films, but generally in society. Ever since 9-11, the world's fucked up. Ever since 9-11. Ever since 9-11. <laughs> now, once again, we bring it back into her storyline. So it's it's nice pace. Well, they can't hear the dialogue, though. So, again, Sidhu's talking to Gail Weathers, and they're talking about the mom reference last year, how she wrote a book about it. Gail Weathers wrote a book about it, profited from it, so Sydney has no respect for her. What we should make mm-hmm. also She's talk about, about to have a book about in it. New Nightmare and our discussion <laughs> of New Nightmare last time, uh, we mentioned how the coroner was also the videographer, and you weren't sure if it was him. Yeah, it is. It him. is him. Yep, and he's great. So after Sydney starts talking to Gail Weathers, she realizes <laughs> that uh, you know, well, Gail realizes that oh, there's a new story here. And uh, the killer, the guy who killed Sydney's mom, is still out there, and blah 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 blah. This is where that again with this cotton, which I hated. I hated that name in the movie, didn't you? Cotton. Cotton. It was a, it was a weird name. Yeah, cotton weary. It was also <laughs> weird. Like it was weird when because uh, they they just touch upon it here. So interesting when they came back in part two and three. Uh, I thought they really expanded on his character, but I was a little surprised because I'm like. What's this nothing guy coming back for? But it made total sense. When oh, yeah. That's great. where it was kind of smart in the writing to begin with. <laughs> Again, we're back in school. And this is where I made a comment of a comment. Doesn't take away from my, my love of the movie. But I did make a comment that, you know, most of these movies have maybe one, maybe two school scenes. And here now they've got people running around in the ghost face mask. <laughs> There's a whole sequence I always laugh at that ghost face guy running down the hallway scaring Nev, though, because she looks absolutely pissed off. Yeah. And then the whole washroom sequence here, which is a little far-fetched. Billy's out because he got fingerprinted. He's still wearing the same white t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) He wears the same white shirt the entire movie. Uh, It was mentioned, and I think it's kind of funny, that he's totally clean-shaven in this. Yes. Yet the poster on the movie, like it's right on the front cover here, he's got a goatee. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And it's like, who's that guy? He's not in the film. (laughs) Real funny. And it's it's actually... Real nice life. Is it really Drew Barrymore's face, the scream face? I I thought it was, but they like kind of uh, photoshopped it a bit Well, that before they had the floating head part of it, there is just a one sheet, and I think someone mentioned this on our Facebook page today, just of the face, if yes. whether that's Drew Barrymore. And that, that face is fantastic. Yeah. 
because it looks a little bit more old school slasher. Yes. Just that that alone is a great poster. And but the, then they added the floating heads, which became canon. The font too is my one of my favorite fonts of all time. The scream font. The scream font, yeah. Scream font. Scream font. Anywho, I'm a, a graphic designer, so I get a little bit excited about these things. No, I do too. I like different fonts. I am a font fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I like extreme fonting. Oh, my <laughs> How many more font jokes have we got? <laughs> anyway, so here we are in the film. We're having the boyfriend-girlfriend angst. He's like, you don't believe me. She's like, I believe you. Yeah. Okay, am I brought back up to speed now? Okay. Yeah, we're all back up to speed. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, why aren't we having sex? And actually, yeah. her line there should have been, she's like, I'm sorry that my screwed up life isn't uh, convenient to your perfect existence. She yeah. just said to your cock yeah. or your libido. And when, he, and when he says stupid there, he's like, stupid. I just delayed having sex with her by another three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that was going through his mind. I like, I know this scene is a little stupid. Well, too. I think they're, they're trying to make him look like a suspect here. Yeah. With the giant scissors. Doesn't like disrespectful kids, but maybe he's the killer. True. I think that they're trying to make everybody a red hair. Oh, right. This, that's why I never understood why he got killed until after I found out because they needed a kill. Yeah. This scene. Okay, here we are, boys and girls. We're in this Great scene. Great mean girl scene. Mean girl scene in the washroom. However, I'm so sick of the washroom. And, like, really, how did Ghostface Killer know that she was going to come into the washroom? Uh, True. He just And he was already, so what, is he just sitting here listening to the girl's these girls are bitches i think the i think the blonde actress too was skeet a man no she was she was well really she looks like a drag queen she was uh skeet's girlfriend in real life real yeah see he he had a casting couch he's like you want to be in my film yeah yeah i'll make you a star why don't you skeet this or work (laughs) the other girl is i don't know what that means vince but this is also (laughs) that's more like scat this is the the scene is a bit over the top, but Nev always brings it to back realness. down the street level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she her her uh, cry cry face is is uh, always convincing. I love that def that reference to Heather's that that cheerleader made last yeah. year. Teen suicide was in, and then she realized. Yeah, you know, I love that. Yeah, what you're saying is you like it. I love it. Yeah. I'm just gonna right in it. Yeah, right in the ass. So it, it works, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the killer just sort of steps down from the toilet. As well, and not after a, a very lengthy her looking underneath. Like, it's too much. Yeah. I agree with you there. It's a little overdone. Let's look once. Let's look twice. The girls' girls washrooms are disgusting. The girls girls like are not pet? clean. <laughs> yeah. We live with girls. It's not, there's nothing clean about girls. She's like, we're going to a paper towel. She's using the used maxi pad on her forehead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's where the screen blood comes from. Yeah. Oh. Any of my new friends that listen to this podcast, this isn't the real me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, again. Again. Why is she doing it twice? Yeah. She wants to make sure no one's in the shitter. But she hears the noise. And then, and then he steps down. Yeah. Skinny boots. And, and the everything. boots, I think, were because we, we don't we go to the uh, cop later and he's got he steps on his cigarette with the boots. Yes. And that was uh, Wes Craven said that was his misdirection. I love but that once slide. Again, <laughs> once again, you're right, Vince. What does this attack even mean? And why would she talk to that teacher right there? So she just ran out of the washroom because she got attacked by Ghostface. But there's like a teacher, two teachers that passed. She passed yes. by and just ran out of the place. And then there's that makes an, no sense. An un, uh, unaired scene that she's gone back to for the Fonz and said, I've been attacked in the washroom. And that's when he shut school down. Oh, oh, that was like. Yes. Uh, 
a, so a right now when scene. they so then he's they've called the police. Yeah. But it no never filmed it. It's sort of like unless it was well, cut. That's lore, a good question. It yeah. was just film lore. It definitely wasn't in the um in the directors plot. or the unrated version. Laserdisc. It's just a plot point. That that's why the school gets closed. And now the relationship between Gail Weathers and Deputy Dewey starts to uh In real life as well. Yeah. No, they were in some, they were he was on Friends once before the show or for the movie I should say. But anyway, we all know this story. Let's not rehash a loveless marriage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was barren. <laughs> I don't know. Did they have kids, don't they? Oh, I have no clue. Yeah, I think they do. Though. Yeah. I have no clue. I think they do. I have no clue. I think they do. <laughs> if anyone wants to pipe up on our Facebook. Yeah. We don't feel like Googling it. No. That's for you to do. Remember we decided that we we're going to stop doing that? Yeah. What movie were they yeah, in? <laughs> Who's that again? It's true though. Every time I, I when I when I was editing that episode, I started laughing because I'm like, yeah, we're I still do it. Yeah. What other what other movies is this guy directed? <laughs> this Wes Carpenter. Wes Carpenter. That's Rose's. Uh, but line. I I fell hook line and sinker for all these gags, all these jokes because I did feel like they were written for me. At the time, like that's like, everyone thinks he loves like horror geek. movies. Yeah, yeah, like there was written for the geek and us all. Now, the most jaded horror fan would be like, well, fuck, there's too much comedy, not enough like, scares and whatever like that. And there were people that thought that. And I, I mean, I might be you able to balance, understand though. that. No, Unless but, you want melodrama, you have to have a balance. From a slasher movie, this is fun. It, exactly. It, it, it's playful. It keeps you guessing. It had blood. And, if and you violence. Want, if you want the hard-hitting movies, you got a lot more of those. Maybe not at the time, but you definitely have them now. Exactly. There's definitely uh, a plethora of uh, of hard-hitting, dark horror movies now. So the scene now, they're all uh, walking away from school because it's been canceled, and Matthew Lillard, Stu, he's all excited. There's a really cool moment here where he <laughs> picks up Rose McGowan, like, and he starts hoisting over his shoulder, and all like, but After that's some foreshadowing. But that's the yeah, daisies and roses. But that's a foreshadow of her getting stuck in the garage and the pet door. Is yeah, it well, not? Is it not? Am, I, am, I, am I crazy? You're, I think you're a little nuts. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, chime in with me, anyone here. There she is again. Yeah. Like He's like dancing with her on the street. It's so awkward, but at the same time. Like he's the garage door? Yes. <laughs> exactly. And she's caught. And he bites her neck where she gets snapped. Yeah. Everything has a reason. It's just something. <laughs> I love that little movie does at the end there. Yeah, I know. Now here's the apparently Fonz's jackets in the the closet here, like the leather jacket. Yeah, supposedly I didn't yeah. see it. This scene is here just had a kill. Yes, Wes uh, Craven apparently is Freddy. Yeah, that that I knew from the get go. Yes. Oh, not you, Fred. A throwaway joke. Yeah, I and laughed. He's dressed so bad about like it looks like a costume. Oh! costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does his signature Fonz. Like, oh, whoa, whoa! I definitely do love when he turns around and gets scared of his own reflection in the door. In the Twice here, because it's actually happened to me. He doesn't even look like Wes there, yeah. though. It's the mustache that yeah. threw me off. The fucking mustache. <laughs> Mustachio, because it's like a big fucking bushy one. It looks <laughs> like he's out of fucking Tombstone. <laughs> it does. It looks, like he, <laughs> looks like a cowboy. <laughs> What'd you call me? What'd you call me? I'm Dark Hollywood. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, the, the, you can barely tell it's a leather yeah. jacket. See, there's it again. Yeah, but that's great, because you can tell he's just skittish. And so then he, then he gets So killed. then we now believe he's not the killer. Like, we're, we know they're building up to something here. His death, Vince. Yeah, his death. Which, for me, is <laughs> his the most, untimely death. most dramatic because of the whole eyeball thing. Yeah, that was a great effect. Yes. I love the... And... Uh, he actually looks really stabby. 
Stabby. He looks like his facial reactions are great there. Oh, yeah. I love seeing the scream mask reflection in his eye pupil. Out for the Alice Cooper will never do you wrong. No. And then we get the Richard Gere joke. And this is what a lot of people that were like, you know, the critics of the movie uh, from a horror fan standpoint thought they didn't need those little tidbits of information. But I but think, I that think made it the most... spawned the Urban Legend series. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Urban Legend series. You think the whole <laughs> the Urban Legend series came out of the one joke of Richard Gere in a journal? Why not? <laughs> well, that brings me. Oh, shoot. That brings me to something we want to talk about for uh, something else. But I'll save that little nugget. Uh, everything's a nugget, folks. Everything's a nugget tonight. We didn't have any chicken nuggets. <laughs> we had bur- actually, folks, we actually had a meal tonight. Barbecue. Barbecue, sausages and burgers and chips. God and forbid salad. I feed a t- uh, pizza again. Oh, my God. If I had one more Little Caesars, I'd be like, meh, meh. All we know is that maybe at this point, I know we just had a kill. Mm. So I think that allows for another dramatic couple of dramatic scenes or so. And now Ghostface is just in broad daylight. Which I think isn't really, a, I think it's also not really them. I think it's just people dressed up like Ghostface. Yeah. I think that's a Wes Cravenism. Yeah. Because now both of them show up here at the video store. Yeah. So, so it makes no sense whatsoever. If, if you actually really think about it. This whole video store scene is a foreshadow as well. They say that having them together in the way, the way that they interact. encroach and interact and encroach on uh, Randy's space really shows you that they're the killers. And it actually, first time it actually shows... Werewolf movie with E.T.'s mom. Perfect. <laughs> it actually shows uh, Stu, if they're bisexual, kind of attracted to Billy as well. The way he's kind of hanging on him and, hey... You, you know, you think Billy's bisexual? Uh, yeah. Or is that just a wish? No, because he's got the whole mama boy uh, syndrome. Yeah, we got the explanations yeah. coming. I'm surprised that Randy keeps talking about prom night, though. Oh, they use prom night because they use Halloween later. So I guess prom night was a good reference, and I love the fact they use prom night. And again, my geek, my geek meter went going off here. Look at the girls' disgust in the background. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. She is totally disgusted by Randy's description of what's going on. He's so annoying. He plays a perfect annoying friend. Suit said or uh, Matthew Sue? Lillard. Yeah, he fucked his name up so many times. He's got such a funny mouth, which I'd still would stuff. But um, I also love uh, now they're <laughs> you talking also about, love him. I know they also talk about how who it could be because maybe it's her pops, man. Yeah, and whatever. So they're already talking about it. And then he gets excited. Like, okay, I always said that Christian is like the Randy character. This is exactly what Christian would do in a video store. <laughs> Start yelling and screaming. I do it now. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's a suspect. I won't do it in a video store because there's no more goddamn video stores around, Vince. I know. I do it on Netflix. I do miss those days. <laughs> I do miss browsing a video store for yeah. like a good half an hour. And then picking a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, because everything else is rented. But they do make Billy look... Billy's like in total crazy mode right well, now. Well, he's very much like... You know what he is? He's Johnny Depp meets uh, Christian Slater. I love this curfew put into play. It's a good little touch. What's the song behind it? Leonard Cohen, isn't it? I think. Sounds a Leonard Cohen. Anyway, yeah. it's, it's too low. Everything's closing early because there's a curfew because it's a small town and people are getting hacked to fucking pieces. Yeah, like a serial killer in the town with a thousand people is not going to be a very long serial killer. Now, wait a second, though. What? They don't know the principal's dead yet. No. So who else has been hacked to pieces? Casey. Just the first two people. And, and Sydney was attacked. Yeah, yeah, but they don't know if it was just kids playing pranks on them because there's a bunch of kids playing pranks in the school. So actually, a lot, 
I mean, you really think about it. If you had to break this down right now, it's still just the first two deaths that have happened. Well, yeah, actually, and even uh, Dewey says, he goes, this isn't a serial killing yet because only... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that was to make him look oh, like no. a suspect. Yeah, two kids, Casey, her boyfriend, and Sydney was attacked. Yeah. Yeah. All in the span of 24 hours, though. Yeah. And then she was attacked in the washroom. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the, him closing the school down initiated the curfew. Okay. I, I'm, I, it can be read into it. Or it can't be. Yeah, I'm trying to pull something out of this, Vince. We've watched this so many times that we're talking for a podcast. Right? <laughs> Are they preparing for the big party now? Yes. You're buying junk food for the party, which. I had no clue the party was that long of the running time of this movie. Here we go. I uh, actually watched this recently yeah. again. Oh, yeah, there's the boot. This is a cheesy scene, but kind of funny because it's yeah. cops trying to figure it out. And he's eating ice cream. Yeah. So as he's taking a drag of a cigarette, Dewey wanted to copy it with a, a, a lick off of his, his ice cream. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Silly but funny. It is funny. No, going back to your party thing, I believe the party is twofold. There's one where all the kids come before curfew, and then like about 40 of them leave at curfew, and then there's like a good 10 left. No, curfew's done. They leave because they say the principal's found no, hanging from the see, flagpole. You see people have left earlier. Okay. Stu says goodbye to a whole bunch of them. He's like, oh, you're going home for curfew? Okay, see ya. Yeah. And then there's drunk kids that run them off it's the It's like road. the group in, in Friday the 13th Part 2 yes. that go to the bar and survive Jason's attack. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there's the boot that yeah. you're referencing. The boot. The boot. Even Miss uh, Miss Craven. What's Craven? <laughs> Miss Craven. Miss Craven. And the uh, director's commentary on the laser disc. I don't know if it's the same that's on any other versions, but uh, he mentioned that it was a misdirection, but he did it on purpose to... Kind of again that everybody's a suspect. Now, what I would love if they would do a full. Oh, they can't know that Wes Craven's dead, unfortunately. But that they would do a full like uh, Never Sleep Again or Return to Christmas. Well, they Lake. have enough probably footage of him that they could piece it together. Yeah, and with yeah. modern commentary from yeah. the actors. I really hated that scene where where the Garbage? truck, the <laughs> police car goes by, then the the camera guy comes and just drops the chip bag out the door. I just thought it was kind of stupid. Yeah, it's terrible. You didn't need, you didn't need that like at all. It makes Bad no environment. sense. Bad for the environment. It should have just been like a Big Mac styrofoam Big Mac container. <laughs> still have one of these in here. <laughs> Gosh, remember, people still that out the window. Yeah, but cigarettes out. <laughs> oh, I still got a bit burger left. <laughs> now, this is a real house. Another house establishing shot, which is very yeah. signature Wes Craven, right? This yeah. house is crazy. This is a house that supposedly had real murders happen in it. Just before, and that's why they yeah. got it, yeah. Yeah. But I love how it's configured, because where Tatum dies in the garage, you can't see it on the side, right? So it kind of yeah. makes sense. I love, his, was that, I love how stupid... Was that Ryan Austin Green? Was that David Silver doing a bong? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> but I love how like, Stu's all in like, uh, like Hugh Hefner garb now. <laughs> that's what you'd be dressed up as. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'd be wearing my baby blue uh, house coat. <laughs> and I'd be coming with my baggy sweater and my big long hair because <laughs> this is the 90s hey man where's the keg I mean if anything what slows the movie down a little bit is this love interest between well I guess they if they say every movie has to have a love interest really bullshit every slasher film does not have to have a love interest though. no not a slasher film you're right but they're trying to give some depth to these characters you can't fault it necessarily for that but you can you can fault it I guess if you're feeling like it's dragging the movie down I don't know if dragging it down. When I saw this in the theater, I was not never bored. No. I saw this four times. I'm only maybe on re- re- watching it like so many times, just like Friday the 13th movies. You can say, yeah, you know what? Yeah, this might take the movie down a little bit. But for the first 10 times, I didn't give a rat's ass. No, again, like I can still watch, like I'll still stop watch this. But we're trying to critique. We're trying to pull shit exactly. out. 
Pull. See how many kids Pull are there? Nuggets yeah. out, right? See, there, <laughs> see, there's a ton of kids in the house now. And now Jamie Lee Curtis comes into it because she yeah. is the quintessential screen queen. Terror Train, Prom Night. They reference Halloween, yeah. all of it. Well, they play the Halloween soundtrack for half the end of the movie here. Because apparently Kevin Williamson was writing. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I just all the reactions to when Gail Weathers comes in. All the they girls didn't give are a shit like, when she was at the high school. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, she's at our party. Yeah, and, and now she's socializing with us. She's like Ricky Lake. Great plot point. And then yeah, camera. she came in just to put the camera in there. <laughs> yeah, they should have played with. Like, I guess they did play with the delayed camera enough. Because of how it play, it does play out. I was actually surprised. Oh, that's what Rose McGowan does here. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There's the tots. My eyes are on you, kid. <laughs> if there are ever tit tots, they're right there. I have nipples like that too that just kind of stick out. Yeah. Cut glass. <laughs> Forget when, diamonds. When I'm cold. But I'm, I'm shocked she got killed at this point in the movie because there's a lot of time for her to get discovered and they never did. Yeah, that I always thought was a little like I guess if they stuffed her somewhere because you don't see her pop up later like. I, love, I just noticed too. the mini skirt is a big spiral to her asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Casper, cut. They gave her some real cheesy lines here, but she but smart. She sells them. I thought she was actually going to survive. It's a shame she really didn't. Yeah. She would have been good in sequels. I do like she goes. Is this where you I play the victim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Mister Ghostface. I want to be there for the sequel. Rose McGowan was in a few things, then came back. Like she then she was in, of course, Planet Terror. Had a great role in that. What has she been done recently, though? I haven't really... She kind of dropped out of the scene, yeah. She was on uh, Charmed. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that was a popular show. Yeah, but that was still over in the early late 90s. Yeah, that ran for a while. Yeah. And she calls him Mrs. Ghostface right there. She's the first one that says it, yeah. And she calls him Randy. Automatically assumes it's Randy. Exactly. This also brings a new knife into the kills, right? We're used to a butcher knife or something. Well, it's more just a hunter's knife. Yeah, which is great. I always love a hunter's knife. Oh. <laughs> when you, I, I mean, it sounds yeah, it sounds weird, but now that everybody wants a yeah. girl to fight back, and this no, no offense, good. like this mask has no protection. Yeah. So that beer bottle across the face would have either him cut out. him, knocked him out, whatever. Like he just got two beer bottles whipped at him, and he's still going strong. And now she's squirming through the pet hole, which in real life she actually could fit through. <laughs> so they had to, you know, make do, and they nailed her to it. Nailed her, they, nailed, they nailed her sweater. Her. They nailed her sweater. They <laughs> nailed her. her. Yeah. Well, there's more blood. That's no. Yeah, Jesus Christ. There's one her. thing. I have a problem with this scene, though, and that is when she's going up, she could have put her hand up. At least her arm would have broke first before her neck did. Well, I don't understand any garage that doesn't have a weight restriction and or... Wouldn't stop on it. Yeah, wouldn't stop with knowing that there's something... But I think that's why they have the, the It breaks there, like it blows up, so maybe yeah. it was a malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> The uncut version goes a little bit longer, but funny enough, is probably the one See? uncut scene. Yeah, there's like a bunch of kids leaving. A bunch of kids right. are leaving because it's curfew. And um, so the... And obviously it was uh, Skeet that just killed her. Yeah. Yeah. So Skeet did that kill. Because there he and is. And he pops up now and gives... He does yeah, a total Roy there. I know, he does. It's so Roy-ish now when N- you now see Now that you know he's the killer, he's like, oh, yeah. hey, I just killed oh, the killer. I just killed your girlfriend. Yeah, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to do it to you. Guys, watch Scream again and just think, just think Friday the 13th, The New Nightmare. There's so many Roy looks that these guys give. Yes. Now that you're like, oh, yeah, these guys are fucked up. And the killer. And the killer. <laughs> oh, there's a delay. This is when you find out there's a delay. Now, why would Gail Weathers assume she was going to win a Pulitzer by exposing the killer? She feels that the killer is going to come after Sydney and yeah. that she's going to get it on tape. And that would get her the Pulitzer? Because <laughs> well, yeah. she, she'd be there. And she'd be safe. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, uh, I think because she can. No, actually, you know what she's hoping? She's going to expose that Cotton isn't the killer and she's the only one that ever believed him. This scene is phenomenal because you're still now thinking he's the killer. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you feel like, okay, she's been hard on him and now he's innocent. But then they played out like, who did you Who did you use your one phone call for? After they have sex. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah I forgot. Yeah, they have to bump skins first. Bump, bump, bump. It's almost like he can't speak without having a reference to a movie <laughs> or a television. And that's where, that's where, again, love this. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But yeah, you're right. In retrospect, looking back at it, critiquing it, trying to look at it for something to pull out. You're right. He's always referencing something. Which? He talks about edited for television. I watched The Exorcist edited for television now he talks about Jodie Foster and Sons of the Lambs like it, it's funny it speaks to his character because I guess it's showing that his reality button is oh yeah I was just going to say it just showed that he's gone completely psychotic <laughs> and that's that's Christian's is normal? for psychotic yeah, but is this, <laughs> no, but is it normal to be doing when at my age and for no reason what's so fucking ever maybe you're psychotic <laughs> is this the only movie where the uh, um, the girl sleeps with, her, with the serial killer in a slasher film I think willingly. Willingly. Or, <laughs> well, it's dating them as well. But just like, but, oh, remember, this brings you back to your family comment back in the uh, our past podcast about family members and stuff that. Yeah. Well, it started with Halloween and then it was brought into the lore of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and the lore of Jason. And, and this touches Jason. upon it, but then it goes heavily into it for the next four, uh, three of them. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. I understand about revenge. And I mean, yeah. that, that's fine, but I'm talking about how a family member has to kill them or they're always, or the killer has to kill all the family members. Halloween started that with oh, it yeah. being well, introduced in Halloween 2 with the sister and then continuing with the, the niece. And which is whatever. the funniest, it's the funniest part of the whole movie is when the nurse finally tells Dr. Loomis yeah. that, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you something. What fire? <laughs> I see it every fire. What fire? <laughs> that's what he did on Halloween night. Oh what is God, it that they do? They fire a warning shot. Well, we'll talk about I, it. I, I love that. He goes batshit crazy in that movie. He's it's like, like shut the door. I swear he was like, fine, and they just did a shot of cocaine. And boom. <laughs> Speaking of which, though, they are watching Halloween on the TV. Very ballsy. Very, Very ballsy. ballsy. Because if this movie did suck, uh-huh. or or if you want to compare it, you're, you're putting yourself up against the fucking classic. And I wonder if that was their way out. They're saying, well, look, we know what the classic is. It's Halloween. Exactly. We're, we're not trying to be Halloween, yet... We're trying to be different. They became even more successful. In a, in, but don't a forget, don't forget he, had a, he had a bidding war on this script. Yeah. Yeah, so like, the people knew this was gold. Oliver Stone was actually yes. close to actually getting it, and then the Weinsteins ended up winning. Wasn't Sam Raimi also considered? He was, the- he, Sam Raimi was no considered to direct, as was... Yeah. I don't think it was Carpenter. Maybe it was Carpenter. But they didn't They said they didn't get it. I don't know how they, Sam Raimi... They, they thought it was more of a comedy. They said the only person that got it was Wes Craven. Yeah. They thought of it as just a comedy. Yes. Or, yeah, like a, like a, like a Evil Dead type. I would have loved to see what Wes Craven would have done with it. Or, um, what, uh, sorry, what Sam Raimi would have done with us. It would have been too slapsticky. Because even... D- oh, college boy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this that also- would have been that would have been Dewey, <laughs> See, Dewey. Like, Dewey to yeah, Gail yeah, Weathers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you love me, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh man. Well, this 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 pretty much is the same thing, though. Yeah. Asking her to go investigate a strange car. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's really police business <laughs> for her. But anyway, I thought maybe we could go fuck in the bushes, Gail. <laughs> this is again the I. I mean, when, when I watch this and I'm not trying to do a podcast, I I like it. But when you're looking for the action, 
This yeah, slows you're down like, the movie. Yeah. Baby. Let's get to that final act. Exactly. And he never once mentions his sister being Obviously, he doesn't know she's killed in this movie because he's... Yeah, you later on there's no remorse. There's no, he doesn't I thought say, he makes a mention of it in two, doesn't he? No? I think he maybe says something With like his that. limp? I always found the limp was weird. As uh, he, oh, because he was stabbed in the back, though. Yeah, okay. And he, but then his limp goes away, doesn't it? I don't know. Over time. We're supposed to believe that maybe over time. Oh, there's a little bit of heavy petting going on here. Yeah, I guess they were very comfortable with one another. This is Nev Campbell and Skeet because they were in the craft together. Were they boyfriend and girlfriend in the craft? I've only watched that movie once. It was a long time ago. Are we? Are you again repeating what I said about 20 minutes ago? No. Why? I didn't talk about this already. You said that they were in the craft together, but and they were very comfortable with each other. Yeah, but I'm not kidding. Every, but were they boyfriend and girlfriend in it? I don't know if they were, no, but oh, he he was the innocent one and she was the bitch. In that in movie, that movie. Yeah. okay. That's what I meant. I knew I knew you mentioned it. I just didn't know. As actors. I know how they use his body to censor her breasts. And then they show the breasts in the real PJ. movie of Halloween. PJ Sobel. <laughs> you see anything you like? I sure PJ. do. This is when he talks about the principal, right? Yeah. And then the rest of them go. And a big Chuck Moore go. All these. <laughs> they're horribly <laughs> acting drunks, too. But not only that, like, they're all, like, going to DUI themselves. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Who called Randy to tell him, hey, by the way, the principal's well, hanging from Stu, a... I guess, yeah. but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Must have been the killer. Good way to clear it, the house. And the, and the musical score of this movie, let's talk about that. It was uh, put out as a... Oh, uh, I forgot who got the... Marco somebody. He was found on the internet. They said, we have a horror movie, or we want a movie you want a musical score for, and he won the bid. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was a brand new person. Oh, I didn't know that. You know what? It's not a bad score by any means, but I will say one thing. For all the iconic movies, Friday the 13th, Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street, this one does not have a memorable score. This does not have its own little It doesn't have like motif. a ch- ch- yeah, yeah, yeah. It does yeah, have yeah. a bum, 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 like that. It does have something. It's still not memorable. It's not. It's just regular horror movie music. There's nothing to make it its own. That would be... A minor quibble, just again, retrospecting, looking back on it and saying, what could it have done differently? It could have had something like that, yeah. That would have been a good a good addition. Stop, please. <laughs> I love how he's a cop second here because he's definitely trying to get laid first. Because <laughs> he would have basically like, what horror He just nearly got is. run off the road, which could be pretty much uh, attempted ki- murder. But she kisses him. Yeah. Oh, he does. He's not a real cop. I'm on. He's I'm on Dewey. Dewey. <laughs> I'm on Dewey. I'm on Dewey. I'm getting Dewey down there. Yeah. Oh, and this is to bring back the dad. It's a suspect, right? Yes. She sees the car. We'll say though they've got like they established the the setting like you said we brought up earlier. Nice all American town. Great houses. Great locales. Woodsboro. Like mm-hmm. you know the name of the place. Uh, just like you would know Camp Crystal, Crystal Lake, Lake or, or, or you know, Elm Street. Yeah, <laughs> Springwood. <laughs> what? Where? Haddonfield. Yeah, Haddonfield. Did Sydney just do use someone's random brush yeah. to brush her hair? That's so gross. A thousand strokes keeps the barber away. What was it? <laughs> what did Sharon say? I don't know. A thousand strokes, strokes keeps, a day keeps, keeps the hair shiny. Yeah. So I guess that she put it by the phone, saw the phone, and it made her think of the phone. Like this one, she's like, who did you use your one phone call for, Billy, when we were in the police station? That's right. And it's 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 really good because you're like, uh oh, she's suspecting him again, and then he turns kind of killer, and you're like, it is him, only for him to get killed, quote unquote, killed. And you, I just love the play there, fantastic, well you're, done. You really go back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and it, and it and it works. And I remember watching it 
every time in the theaters, like try to get the reaction of the people I was with yeah. without giving anything away. Without touching them. Yeah. yeah. Every reaction was orgasmic. I don't know why. <laughs> he's like, hey. He's talking to the girl beside him. Hello, girl. Yeah. You here with anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering yeah. how she got blood on her. He flung it at her. That's how. Wouldn't she realize it was corn syrup then? <laughs> yeah, right. And that was very signature. Yeah. Wiping the knife clean. Off his gloves. Yes. I figure you just bring it, like your gloves are going to get a little sticky. Well, then. by the it's way. Corn syrup too. What do you just bring like a dish towel with them? <laughs> By the way, this would foil their plan even if they were trying to get away with it because yeah. friends just would have shown that there was corn syrup and <laughs> fake stabs. and Very true. Oh, there's blood and corn syrup here. You know what? I love this scene because there always needs to be a scene of someone falling out a window in a good horror movie. <laughs> so yeah. they got to have this. And this is why I fell in love. <laughs> you did. hated the movie until this fucking I know. I <laughs> never hated this movie. Uh-oh. Now she Steve sees Rose Tatum. McGowan. Yeah. Tatum. 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 Tatum's tits are taut. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I I wholeheartedly apologize to you, our audience. So, in in the real casting here, or in the real thing, uh, these ghost face behind Randy when he's saying Jamie, look behind you, which is I like, you know yeah. funny in its own way because his name is Jamie. It's actually Skeet dressed up because he always wanted to be in the ghost mask. And they let him do it for this one. <laughs> love the scene. Love yes. the scene. Behind you, kid. Behind you. I love how she rips apart the fence. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't jump over it. Just tear it to shit. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's got a bunch of different snacks. <laughs> he was eating Cheetos earlier, and I was eating, like, Tostitos or whatever. This delay plays out And he forgot. I know. And that's the best part. And then this is a great kill. Yeah. But it was uh, cut, right? It was, you know, it was cut because, yeah, the unrated version... Ends up going on a little longer here, so you see his reaction. The actual realization that his neck has been slit. So you see the neck get slit, you see the blood, and then, and then they cut away. And then he falls. Because the reality, well, oh, he, no, he helps yeah. Sydney, he points to the way to get out. But in the oh, uncut God, version. Oh my God, I never even noticed that yeah, before. That's what he was pointing to. He's trying to help Something new escape. after my 20th time. I, couldn't, I never oh, got that. you never that. that. No, he's telling no. her you can, get, yeah. you can get through there. Wow. Through the front door and out. And, but what was cut was that he actually looks at the killer like, well, why? Almost. And as the blood keeps Which pouring made, out, and, they said and it, it brings so much more human yeah. connection to it. I love how the ghost face killer goes, damn there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he slams yeah, on the knife yeah. like, damn, I missed her. <laughs> Which would have been Matthew Lillard. So when you play it back, even though you, you know find the characterizations yeah, are the coming through in the killer. Good, yeah. But yeah, the, the downfall is, and, and Wes was, I remember again, I'm not, I'm not par- I'm paraphrasing based on his audio commentary. He was pissed because it took away the human connection. You're saying that it's okay to show the death. Yes, but not... It's not the show okay, okay to show the human element there, which is the most important part of it, because otherwise then you're just sens- sensationalizing it without showing the connection to what it means to lose a life. I, and then I made, might be getting a little mixed up there, but you, you know where I'm going with I it, I totally right? do. And then yeah. I think he the, the MPAA feels that then it's too scary. Yeah. Because people, people would think, oh my God, this is real-ish. Funny enough. There's one thing in this movie that all the actors seem to do is touch their hair. They, always, <laughs> they, they do this all the time. I know you can't see, but they always do this. And, and you don't have hair. I know. <laughs> How would I act in this film? Well, back then I would. But I'd be like, oh, I, I touched my little eyebrows. This is when you had dreadlocks? <laughs> no, I didn't have dreadlocks. I so how come co- moving blood, dripping blood there because it's not coming off directly off a person? They allowed the, the dripping blood there, but they cut the dripping blood when Stu's Yeah, you can have later. a pool of blood as long as it's not dripping off a person. Weird, eh? This is my favorite, though. Oh, look at the, <laughs> this phone. No, it's oh, when she comes it's to the Randy? window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so poor Randy just got a phone to the face and kind of got now, knocked. Now Gail, Gail's in the van. She's freaking out because there's blood all over the windshield. And then yeah. uh, so she wants to pull out. Now, how does this guy fall forward? Because she's reverses. She reverses, slams on the brakes. And then ba-boom. Yeah, he slips down. Okay. Don't ask me how he got on the roof. Yeah. He's a big guy. <laughs> I love He's it. A real I love this, this pullback shot because you can see. <laughs> it was actually really good, though. The long shot, you could see Randy. Yes. You could see, kind of see yes, Randy kind of slop, get, trying to get back up. Exactly. It's just a clusterfuck of things, one after another. Oh, I know. It's a beautiful This van chaos. just goes off the rails, too. <laughs> but they're, they're naive to think that Gail died in that because that's what they thought he, she was dead. Well, she did the I'm a goner look where yeah. you throw your hands up. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> And if we're if all if we're supposed to think this is the movie that it is within a movie within a movie that they understand what's going on, they think that was a death. That's true. I think we're into the last what like fifteen minutes of the movie. This and is when we Dewey see... stumbles up and he oh, oh he's got a knife in the back. I honestly remember and everybody in the audience. It's odd. Yeah, yeah. They're like they really were upset, which means he won. Yeah, he sold the role as. He connected with the audience because everybody in the audience was like, no. And then when he, at the end, when he comes back to yeah. life, everyone was cheering. Yeah. And then by part three, you're like, Get fucking die. <laughs> Does he die in part? No. No, he, he never dies. He never dies. I thought he died in one of them. He gets stabbed again though in part two. Yeah, right? he, yeah. he gets fucking, takes more damage than Jason. Yeah, that's true. Racing. Racing. <laughs> Maybe that's the next podcast we should call. Racing. <laughs> Always love this. Yes. And he's got the automatic door opener. Remember, I told you Scream kind of, or, or Friday the 13th Part 2 did this, and I thought, I felt this was oh, like kind Jeannie of boring. Oh, like in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring a little bit from Friday the 13th Part 2. And but that's the point of this yeah. movie. We yeah. wanted to see these scenes again in a different way. Yeah. It's a refresh. So would you say, we were talking about Final Girls before. Yeah. Nancy is a long-lasting Final Girl. Nev is, and so is Jamie Lee. Yeah. She's a final girl in four of them. Well, no, in yeah. three of them and then died. No, in I mean, for longevity, you, you got to give it to Nev. Nev probably has the, well, I guess Jamie Lee now because you had these other ones to her, but then she gets killed. Yes. In Nev a bad still way. Lives. I, and yeah. I hate that. So Nev at least lives. Okay, here's a, I have a problem with this scene. Nev is now encountered, or Billy and, or sorry, Randy and Stu are now encountering Nev and she won't let them in because she's got the gun. She doesn't know who it is. But clearly, it's not Randy because you just saw him on TV being stalked. Yeah. So I don't know why she doesn't. Very true. Very true. I, how did I never put that together? Yeah. So like, look, look, I've two never twice that. that is something new so for both of us. So you figured something out. How did yeah. I never know that? Because it's so obvious now. But yeah, she just watched because she came up to when the, uh, the, video, the videographer guy was like, behind you, kid, behind you. She was watching the whole thing exactly. of the killer stalking Randy. So I don't know why she thinks that Randy's the killer. She can't know there's two killers because we didn't no. even know there's two we killers at this point. Killers. And then here we go. Yeah. The final opus of the acting. We got Skeet falling down the Skeet. stairs. I got to sell this. I got to fall down these stairs. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything here is like him just going for the Academy Award. Wouldn't she smell the sweetness of the blood on him? This blood's really sticky. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Billy, you're like pancakes. <laughs> but I ain't Billy, flapjacks. Wait, Billy, this stop. Is my hands let, me, feel. let me taste. Yeah. <laughs> There's more blood. How far did it go down? down? there. <laughs> 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 We're both very sick. We all go. I also odd this as well. Yeah. And he oh. has a bad aim there. He should have yeah. shot him like better. Well, he's like two feet away and he shoots him in the shoulder. And <laughs> Randy looks like he's been fired out of a fucking cannon. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. The Nev is finally starting to realize everything. Love the Carrie reference. Yes, there. and his name being Billy and Billy in the movie and John Travolta. Yeah. 
Surprise, Sydney! We already played that game. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, we already played that game. <laughs> walk it, walk it, walk it, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> See, now look. This is what I meant. Not the video store. This is when you're like, oh, they're lovers. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got a trained eye for that. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, if I walked behind you and nuzzled your neck, yeah. wouldn't you think, oh. I thought we were podcasting. <laughs> That's what we do when we podcast. I don't know, is that not normal? <laughs> I thought we got better audio that way. <laughs> for the diaphragm. For the diaphragm. <laughs> Wait, am I under your legs or am I coming up behind your neck? Yeah. That's why, I don't know why I have to rest my penis on your forehead, but I mean, I just thought that just helped us enunciate. Will you use your ball sack as a b- b- subwoofer? As a pop filter? Yeah. A subwoofer. Oh, Jim. We've got baddie. <laughs> We've got bad shit. Crazy. Don't, Don't mind him. <laughs> the best Simpsons ever. Uh, this always freaked me out. She could have just shoved the knife up his face. Yeah. The guy's, he's like pontificating with the knife. He's like using it as a toothpick. Yeah. She could just like, yeah. So now we get the motive. I love the motive. Even though he said he didn't need one, I love how he did the motive. Yes. And I love how that motive comes back in part two, the reverse way. Absolutely. It's and fucking then great. It's Friday 13 part one and part two. <laughs> and, then it becomes, and then it becomes Star Wars in part three. <laughs> the Emperor did it. It's the brother-sister thing. They do go right to crazy though. Like they go, they were at like maybe like a, a five and they're like now at 11. Because they're, they're allowed like to be. They're like 11 now. <laughs> So if you haven't seen this movie, which I don't understand how you could and why you'd be listening to us yeah. before you saw it, uh, they're, they're going to set up the dad. Yes. Uh, this is all about cloning the cell phones and stuff like that. I don't even know if that was possible. That was the new thing back then. Yeah. It is funny how they do have cell phones that are, are big-ish, but they're smaller. But the Gale still has a big brick one in one scene. Yeah, there was a bit of a variety it, that was a of weird, cell phones. Yeah, because I guess they're... they're just becoming a little bit more, uh, you know, commonplace. Oh, here they go. They're going to stab each other. Yeah, this one's this part's awesome. There's more stabs in the unrated version, but a little bit longer. And Stu gets stabbed like two, three times. <laughs> this is where ad-libbing starts coming in, which is what I love about it. This is where I start thinking. Yeah. If he was smart, he would have killed him because yeah. less chance of him getting found out. I always thought he never said that twice. I thought the editor edited that line in twice. Everybody dies but us. Yeah. Everybody dies but us. I actually think that the editor goes, you know what? We're going to put that in twice. I actually don't think he said it twice. I always thought that it sounded like it was the exact same take. No, it have to done twice again. Well, we, we're not going to remind not. You're just going to take my word for it. Yes. You and I, we couldn't pull this off either. No. <laughs> we make so many mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Courtney Cax is back from the dead. Gail Weathers comes to the rescue. She storms in. Great, great, <laughs> great. Yes, Gail storms in. Great shaky gun thing. I, I love it. I love it. I love how she gives a new ending. Yes. And then goes, I love that ending. I love Which that is very ending. clue-like. Yeah. Like it's that yeah. murder by death kind of I thing. I am. You're singing telegram. <laughs> <laughs> and Dewey is supposed to be dead there. But yeah. they wrote him back in. They're slowed down. Yeah. Notice that? I love that. They've That's why blood. they're not as, yeah, they're not as They're uh, kind fast. of, like, they're not thinking quite straight. They're both kind of like, oh. They, they stabbed each other really quickly. They should have done it after <laughs> everyone was dead. They're stumbling around. He's coughing up blood. Some great ad libby by Matthew Lillard. There's, yes. there's no question. And there's a lot of blood there, like, on, just on them, on the phone, and whatever. They went through but, 50 gallons in this movie. Yeah, that's surprising, though. 
That is kind of surprising. It's not dead alive blood, which is a pool. That was an yeah. Olympic-sized pool of blood. Yeah. She comes out with um, an and, and in real life, the stunt person that hit him hit him too close to his actual heart uh, surgery when he was a kid. Yeah, and, and it really hurt. Yeah. Even though it was like a retractable umbrella blade. Yeah. Now, did she really have to put the ghost face mask on? And dress up in the whole thing? <laughs> I got to dress up like Father Death. Is that what his name was? Father Death. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was to just to prove a point that anyone could be the killer. But then he got yeah. this uh, burst of energy. Admittedly, <laughs> the, the stew burst of energy is not a flaw, but definitely is a Wes Craven-ism. The one that I say when he goes balls out. Yeah. This is where it goes a little over the top. It didn't need to be. It was fine. It was subtle. But he had a Wes Craven out a little bit. But he also had to give him a good kill. And I always had, I hated like I always had a thing for you, Sid. I always hated that. And then, of course, he gets the TV on him. And he's got the... Oh, 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 well, bitch. this is... Pays, this just seemed a little too much. But also pays homage to um, Dream Warriors. Yeah, it also pays homage to fucking Shocker. It just doesn't need to be here. It's too oh, much. Oh, no, no, no. I liked it. Too I much. I liked it. Ooh. It gives you a different death than stabbing or shooting. Ah, you could be right. But <laughs> I'm, I'm always right. right. I'm going to be I'm right, right after the podcast yeah. is over. He's going to call me. He's going to be crying. You He's guys, say, even if you love dinner. the movie, I tell you, I love the movie. 10 out of 10. But don't you think Stu's death's a little wacky, Gaddafi? Oh, stop it. We're on the movie still. Randy's back to oh, life. <laughs> he just got cold cocked. <laughs> Vince's favorite kind of cock. <laughs> no, it's not cold. It's got to be hot. So we got I Skeet. That ice. Skeet's trying to strangle Nev. She's poking him in his hole. In oh, his wound. <laughs> in his wound, I should say. Great. Oh. oh. And a Gale Weathers to the rescue. She storms him with the gun. And he again <laughs> shoots him in the shoulder. So he's not going to. He looks like he's yeah. really dying. Yeah, yeah it, it looks really good. They play with the genre yeah. now. It, the, the dad scare is good too because you think it's all done and he busts through the door because he's wondering what the fuck's going on. Now, this is the one movie where people were weirded out because final girls are only supposed to kill... This is why People are cheering because Dewey's alive. Yeah. He's getting put in the ambulance. Oh, boop, boop, boop. But final girls are only supposed to kill in self-defense, not to kill kill. And yeah. Nev purposely killed him. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, that's good. And no, I, I loved <laughs> it. It was like, okay, you know what? Let's stop pussyfooting around the whole thing now. If someone was trying to kill you, I'm going to cut the guy's head off. But she tried to kill her. All of her friends killed her mom. This is revenge, motherfucks. Oh, yeah, exactly. So uh, people get a little order. bit too sensitive. Well, it's yeah. not killing an innocent. Well, fuck off. Yeah. 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 College boy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What well, do you think, Vince? Is it still 10 out of 10 for you? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Like, if I can go back to that solid moment when inches. I first saw it. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I, good, I'm not solid started. 10 inches. <laughs> I don't really love how it, like, that It cut, just ends too quickly. It ends super quick. And then, the crit, and then they do the flash and ghost face, which is stupid. There are seven deaths in this movie, inclu- eight with her, her mom. And uh, so that's not bad. Kevin Williamson was influenced by a whole bunch of different real-life stories. The two serial killers from the crime of the century, those two guys in Chicago that yeah, killed Gaines, the fourteen year old boy, Gainesville or something like yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's the one. It was the other one where it was the two guys that um, one guy was gay and the other one wasn't, and he they convinced him to kill people for fun, for sport. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that in the trivia. I don't really Leopold know much about it. Leopold and Loeb. Yeah, I saw a whole documentary on it. No thanks, no thanks whatsoever. whatsoever to Santa Rosa City School. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. 
That was Wes Craven with his big middle finger coming up. <laughs> anyway, guys, yes. we, pre- we really enjoyed doing this. Uh, we'll be back hopefully sooner than later. A big shout out to everybody on the page. You know, you guys are contributing more than ever now, uh, whether it be on uh, TJF13, whether it be on Exploded Heads. Thank you. Thank you again to Jason Lloyd, Horophilia Maestro. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, thanks, Vince. <laughs> hey, thanks, Christian. No problem, guys. Take care. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Motherfuckers. Peace out.